And on the other hand, people will say, was it so bad because, you know, he was doing it to himself. He locked them in the room, but he didn't touch them. <laughs> I find this rather odd. I don't quite understand why in the course of a conversation with a young lady or a, a, an older lady or a lady of, of any sort, the conversation can move to, do you mind if I get my dick out? This is the Mideast Beast Podcast. I'm Molly Livingstone here in Jerusalem, joined with Alex Giles over on the other side of the pond in London. Alex, how are you doing? I'm very well, thank you, Molly. It's a beautiful, beautiful, shiny, bright, sunny day here in London. You're full of it. (laughs) Yeah, okay, it's cloudy and rainy. Well, I will give you this. I think it is a beautiful day. The day after I see on Facebook a picture of Miss Israel and Miss Iraq, not in a bitch slap fight, but actually together posing and smiling. What do you think about that, Alex? I think that is a beautiful, wonderful thing. And I think what is not to like? (laughs) Right. Well, I'll tell you what's not to like. (laughs) You can put a downer on this straight away. I started that it's a beautiful day because of that. And what makes this so special, this peace and love moment, if you will, that's how it's captioned, is that if you remember a couple years ago, the same thing happened where Miss Israel posed with Miss Lebanon and she was shunned. Not Israel, Lebanon, of course. And Lebanon said, I tried to walk away from her. She was like stalking me the whole time. I was in a picture, you know, with Miss mm-hmm. Japan and she just sort of photobombed me. Not a real bomb. No, just no, a photobomb. No, 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 I hate when that happens. Right. So that was sad when that happened because it was that beautiful moment just destroyed by the world's hatred of everything. And here... This happened the night before we're filming. Uh, filming. The night before we're recording. Hey, well, we're filming this as well. Are you one of those people over to run my uh, webcam? Because, you know, I've told you about that before. That's <laughs> or I'm just living in my own movie at all times. Yeah, that's true. Star of your own show. Okay. Yeah. So there you are. Somehow you're making something bad out of the beautiful Miss World thing. But go on. No, I am not. What I'm saying is it's less than sort of 12 hours after they posted. So, so far, so good. Yep. And in this moment, we should enjoy it. But I have to to say that I always get very nervous with these kinds of pictures. It's just such an innocent picture of two really striking, beautiful women. I really want to know where they get their eyebrows done. Yeah, they're really sensational. And I'm looking at the responses on the Facebook picture itself, on Instagram, and it looks really nice. It's got over 1,000 likes. They've got a lot of good lucks in Hebrew and English. I'm trying to see if there's any Arabic. So far, no. Good luck to you, princess. Very nice. I did not write that. I'm sort of bringing this up because there seems to be something going on, I would say, over the last couple of months. Since Mm -hmm. Harvey Weinstein's rapery sort of broke out. Rapery? Well, I don't know. You know, in my neighborhood, we had a bakery that turned out to be a rapery. That's what we called it. Yeah, it was a sad story, but I don't want to digress. But it does remind me, it does bring me back to now Harvey Weinstein, who, of course, is like a huge movie mogul and on the side has all, you know, these women that he's sexually harassed and possibly raped. And I say it in a joking way, but of course, it's really not funny at all. No, no. And has led to this witch hunt, 
which I don't know if you can call it a witch hunt when it's really after men, but that concept of almost everyone has had the finger being pointed at them in Hollywood. Yeah. And I wonder when I bring it back to the Middle East, okay, how do we compare the two? Here are women in Hollywood. A lot of them have been sexually harassed. They're very famous women. They've kept it to themselves, you know, to either advance their careers or for whatever reasons, whatever reasons anyone has to hold that inside of them. And now everyone's letting it out. And in the Middle East, it's quite the opposite. I mean, when a woman is raped, according to... Well, correct me if Mm -hmm. I'm wrong, but if you're using Islamic Sharia law, their religious law, if the woman is raped, she's the one that gets in trouble. She's the one that's now uh, of no virtue and should be killed? Yes. Yes. So we hear about that often, unfortunately. They're stoned to death, they're killed. Even their own fathers or brothers go after them for dishonoring their family. And I come from both of these worlds. So I think it's very interesting. I'm trying to kind of understand women's roles in 2017 Mm -hmm. when it comes to Hollywood and when it comes to the Middle East. And something that brings both those worlds together was a recent article about Gal Gadot. I'm sure you know Alex. She's Wonder Woman. I am familiar with her work. And she is a wonderful woman. She is... (laughs) (laughs) Indeed, indeed, indeed. I agree. Well, to debate your point, I guess... As you always do. It's a hot-button topic, and it's a difficult discussion, isn't it? But you could say that at least with these issues of Hollywood and, and politics and hopefully this new awareness that it's unacceptable... Uh, you have an environment in which women are allowed to make their voices heard and to have those choices, and it's considered to be, or it should be, you know, their choice about what they want to do. And the problem with some of the countries in, in your part of the world, you know, Saudi being the obvious one, it's not considered that women have that authority over their own lives. Yeah. And... <sighs> well, you say in this part of the world, so I was starting to say how Gal Gadot is this wonderful woman... She is Israeli. Yeah. She's become a huge, big-time movie star with Wonder Woman. Yeah. And when talking about the deals, obviously, you can't just have one Wonder Woman. They're going to make another one. And she said she will not play Wonder Woman again if Brett Ratner is still part of the team, the producing team. And he has been accused by six women, including another famous actress, Olivia Munn, of sexual harassment and misconduct. And she basically stood up and she knows she has the upper hand. She knows that they're going to look bad if they keep him on in a movie that's supposed to be this feminist pro-women movie. (laughs) The woman's got balls. All right. Or got breasts. I I sincerely hope not, given some of the thoughts I have about her. Well, uh, her balls are upper. They're higher up. They're the boobs, okay? uh, But she really took it. And I think that when you say from this part of the world, what's so interesting for me, and this is where the worlds collide, is that in Israel, that's not as much the case. Mm Mm-hmm. I still think of Judaism as very patriarchal. Women don't have to do certain things because they could be at home cooking instead of praying. You know, they don't need to wear the prayer shawl, the tallit at one of the most holiest sites of the Western Wall. They don't need to do it. So when they do do it, they get arrested for it because that's not status quo, even though it's not a law. But I digress. 
My point is, is that... Is your you know, point basically that women get <laughs> the shitty end of the stick pretty much everywhere? Yeah, and I wish that stick wasn't so far up, you know, men's asses that we could pull that out and have equality for once. But <laughs> here here we are. We're on this slow road. You said in Hollywood that it's sort of accepted. But these women who are coming out of this sexual abuse closet... This is years. This isn't like it happened last week. Absolutely. It's a wave. There have been big issues here in the UK. Our Secretary of State for Defence resigned over an accusation of several years ago that he touched a woman on the knee. Mm, dirty. Dirty. Very dirty. Yeah, we're, we're, we're of the assumption that he thinks he did something else as well. I'm not entirely sure <laughs> that that probably is resignation. He, it's interesting to point out that he thinks that that's bad enough behaviour that he should no longer be the Secretary of State, but it's not bad enough behaviour that he should stop being an MP. He's not quite dirty Major enough. penis, yep. He can continue mm-hmm. to represent his constituency. He just can't make big boy decisions, clearly. Wow. Yeah. That's interesting. At least here in you know, the Western world, at last there seems to be, you know, a really big debate about this. It seems unlikely that things will go back to the way they were. And will that wave crash over, you know, the Middle East? I mean, we're seeing it, you know, I mean, hey, Chicks are allowed to drive in Saudi Arabia now, as we talked about before. Well, not quite yet. Remember, that law uh, hasn't actually taken effect. Good point. Good point. You know, and they're allowed into sporting stadiums again once the law is passed. So, in its own way, our, our friends in Saudi Arabia are, you know, dragging themselves into the early 19th century. Good stuff. <laughs> it's all getting very exciting. I don't know. I, I see it as, you know, I'm very cautious one step forward, two steps back, because the whole feminist movement is finding itself in a weird place right now mm-hmm. uh, where women are having to decide I, I, the only way I can illustrate this is unfortunately or fortunately with a Larry David episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm in the new season it opens up and Larry David does not open a door for what he considers to be sort of a butch lesbian walking towards the door because he thinks she wouldn't want a man to open the door for her and to act like a gentleman and she's offended by that and it's kind of in this weird world where it's true you kind of don't know what the rules are anymore and we know I mean you must know I must know everyone knows even someone like Ellie Wiesel who is not of Hollywood but one of the most respectable men Mm-hmm. writer of fantastic books just a completely knowledgeable man came out of the holocaust and somehow gave us like awareness and critical thinking and even he has fallen they said that 20 years ago during a picture he grabbed a woman's ass he like gave her a little tap tap and it wasn't for a good job it was obviously I think of the sexual you know and this is what my friends say well it was more acceptable back then but does it change your view of who he is now you know Harvey Weinstein he's never gonna probably work again in Hollywood the idea that they take away his Academy Awards things he's been recognized for all his establishments seem to be washed away Louis CK I think the difference is going to be, and you could look at Kevin Spacey as being the really big example, mm. there is a difference between what are considered to be criminal acts, which is what Kevin Spacey looks like he's going to end up potentially being accused of, allegedly, and Harvey Weinstein, which again, depending on how things shake out, 
the end of the day, if the girls are of consenting age, whatever the consenting age is in the, the area that he was, if it was 16 or 17 or 18, sleazy and unpleasant as it was, you know, those things aren't criminal acts. And you could be forgiven for thinking that in due time, someone like Harvey Weinstein, Weinstein might be forgiven. Please get the Jewish names correct when you're accusing them of sexual misconduct. Probably he won't be. To give you another example, remember Mel Gibson? Sure. Now, do you remember how Mel Gibson was never going to work again for being, and I'm tying this all up rather nicely, anti-Semitic, I mean, actual offences, I believe. He is now the the star of the new movie Daddy's Home 2. That sounds like shit. Uh, Well, coming to a theatre near you... Soon. Yeah, but maybe that is punishment because that movie sounds horrendous. <laughs> maybe maybe look, in a way that's karma. If we were having this conversation, well, I don't know, say two years ago, you wouldn't be thinking that Mel Gibson would, would have reached a point in which he was back to being an acceptable mainstream star and Kevin Spacey now, with almost complete certainty, will never work again and has had his career utterly and completely trashed and, and frankly, from the sounds of it, entirely rightly so. Also, Louis C.K. I mean, I yeah. think he's the next... And also, by the way, those stories of those women have been out for years. You can Google that. I've known about those stories because when he was coming to Israel, which was a very big deal, and I did get tickets, I was immediately chastised by friends saying, don't you know what he's done to women? And on the other hand, people will say, was it so bad because, you know, he was doing it to himself. He locked them in the room, but he didn't touch them. (laughs) I find this rather odd. I mean, I know we're getting a little off topic, Molly, but um, I think we can talk about this. I don't quite understand why in the course of a conversation with a young lady or an older lady or a lady of, of any sort, the conversation can move to, do you mind if I get my dick out? I mean, oh, he didn't ask. He just did no, it. No, I think. But I yes, think, I think he asked. I think he sort of asked, and they said, "Yeah, okay." I think this is the point, and the point he's made that he was able to, in his own mind, justify his behaviour. Because when he said, "Do you mind if I get it out and play with it?" they said yes. Now you could appreciate they were saying yes in a kind of possibly incredulous, "What the fuck." Or a pretty yes. much probably quite fucking scared position of you yes. just locked me in a room and asked, can I get my dick out? I'm just trying to work out what part of your mind was going on with the idea that anyone would think that would be something that the answer would be yes. Well. I'm naive. To quote House of Cards, Kevin Spacey's yeah, show, dear, dear Kevin. one of the things he says on the show, a line that really stuck with me because I think it was even from the first season, was everything is about sex except for sex. Sex is about power. And I think for someone like Louis C.K., who's just a a shrub of a man, I mean, you know, if he was walking down the street, you'd think he's homeless at the end of the day. (laughs) He's risen to fame. But I think that he probably, you know, is insecure and that gave him power. And when you were talking about justifications, as you said with Louis C.K., he could justify because there was sort of this ask and maybe he was just doing it to himself. So does Sharia law justify here in the Middle East when women are being abused, when women are being raped, and then women are being killed for for these things? Mm -hmm. Is it justified in that way? And then how do we get past letting women drive cars to actual some form of equality? Is that going to ever happen? It's a really interesting discussion because you could say that if you were sitting in a strict 
Muslim country where there is a very strict dress code for women, you could look to these allegations in Hollywood and say, this is exactly why we demand that our women are covered up. It is to stop this type of abuse because this this wouldn't happen. Oh, that's the... That's like the whole reason slut walks exist. It's well, not but it's, she was asking for it because her skirt was short. It's why Vice President Pence. Um, <laughs> does, Great example. Doesn't let himself be around women that aren't his wife. Just in case. Just in case. Just in case. So, hey, what can I tell you? Vice President Pence has clearly got the right end of this. That's what she said. And I want to wrap things (laughs) up, but I will say something that I actually saw, you know, all of us get our most important information from things like Facebook, Instagram, Mm -hmm. Twitter. I saw Russell Howard's show, which is one of your beloveds in England, and he was talking about... He's a fellow Brit. I mean, you know, I I don't know him personally. There are quite a few of us, but yeah. I was so hoping to get an (laughs) autograph. Well, he was talking about on his show recently which is like a viral video right now about women being who they are because at a young age they have toys that shape them this way an example is there's a toy laptop for boys it has 50 different options of things they can do Mm -hmm. and for girls 25 so you can already see that's already playing out and by the way he mentions in that video that england has women with the lowest self-esteem in the world So even when we have all our freedom, and that goes right back to Hollywood, where there's plenty of freedom in Hollywood, you have mega superstars that can literally, with one tweet, get people's attention if they wanted to, but Mm -hmm. they don't really, about genocide or shaping the elections or whatever it is. They do have power, and yet there's still women who get locked in rooms and can't speak out for years. And then the women who are fully covered and don't even get to be a woman. I mean, they're just a walking sheet, basically. They certainly have (laughs) less power when it comes to their independence. But I'm not sure how different under that cloak we all are as women. Is that deep? That is a deep ending. I'm going to end it there. I want others to think about what we've said because it is such an overwhelming topic nowadays with what's going on. By the time we uh, post this, there'll be 17 more Hollywood execs who have had an orgy with and uh, unapproved of God knows what. Yes. God knows And remember, well. orgies are okay. God does know. Orgies are okay. Unapproved okay. orgies Alex are bad. approves. Alex approves those orgies as long as they're over 18 consenting. Absolutely. You didn't whip it out unless you asked and don't lock the doors. Is that about right? Always ask, never lock the door. Unless they ask you to lock the door. <laughs> it's very simple rules. It's not complicated, people. It's not complicated. The whole issue is not complicated. Share your thoughts with us. We're on iTunes. You can leave comments there. SoundCloud on our website, The Mideast Beast, on Facebook, also The Mideast Beast. That's where you can find our page. On Twitter, you can follow us at Mideast Beasties. We always want to thank Scott Kahn, our editor and producer, for living through this, <laughs> for making it out alive, not just editing out the crap, but making the crap look good, right? Yeah, yeah, because he, he listens to the unedited version. I mean, and, and if anyone would listen to this and thinks this edited version is like pretty dreadful, trust me. Before this gets edited, it's utter nonsense. So, yeah. Scott, thanks very much. We appreciate it, He had to it, survive buddy. through MP, Major Penis. <laughs> and on that note, this has been another episode of the Mid-East Beast Podcast.